Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Weekend Review on WAYOLP Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Freaking Spotify, and Freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Vargas. Then we have Doug the freaking Slug Jordan and Tadia Risher bringing up the rear. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel start your freaking engines this is our weekend freaking review <laughs> weakers tweakers thrill freaking seekers it has been one week two week even that we last spoke and i have had a dream There I sit amongst my brothers and sisters surrounded by branches, sticks formed together in a cushioned, pillowy surface, a railing around us also formed by these sticks, pieces of grass. And all around us are shards of a brittle substance, I know not what it is. I look to my left, I see my brother, a long beak on his face. I look to my right, my sister, also a long beak. I say to myself, I do not know what is going on here. And then I feel with my hands, they are different. They are lighter and feathier and birdier and Uh, Good Lord, they are wings. And I am a chicklet in a nest, a bird amongst birds, though I am flightless, grounded in this nest. And I am hungry, and I have no food. And my brothers and sisters start screaming, raising their heads to the sky with open mouths, beaks wide. Well, I look to do the same. I open my mouth. This terrible sound comes out. This screech. I raise my head up and there, soaring above me, my mother, flying down toward the nest. And like some great instinct, I open my mouth wide. Let my beak open wide and my mother comes down and I see its mouth open and she breathes a life fruitful of food that has been regurgitated into my brothers and sisters. I await eagerly for this food, for this offering from above. And as my mother's head turns toward mine, I notice a face. Dawson. Evan Dawson, WXXI Connections, on the head of this great bird. And it turns to me, and it lets out a shriek I have never heard before. And yet I am frozen, stiff, my mouth open, my beak wide, ready for this offering from Dawson, this great bird. But instead, 
Dawson the bird turns around, lifts its tail feathers, and poops into my mouth. And as I choke on the great stink that it has released into my freaking gullet, like that, I wake up. Don't want to bog Uyghurs and Tweakers down. Just thought I should freaking mention. This is kind of what's on my mind at this point. So. I didn't know you had a brother. I don't have a brother. I had an imaginary brother, but he is not real, and I know that now. Yeah, sister, too? You mentioned, yeah, sister? They were my kindred spirits, bird siblings, hatchmates, hatchlings, eggmates. Yeah, Doug, um, you are freaking, you are freaking focusing on the wrong part of the freaking story. Um, yeah. Yeah, the bird... The bird thing? Why, why are you interrupting me? Um, so, Taylor was a freaking baby bird whose mother was freaking Evan Dawson, who's lifted who lifted their freaking tail feathers, and Jesus Louise freaking had diarrhea, bird diarrhea into his freaking gullet. Some freaking act of aggression. Drowned him in feces, Doug. Yeah, yeah. Well, he woke up. You know, maybe if he stayed in the dream, he would have been fine. If I had stayed in that dream, Doug, that would have become a nightmare beyond my wildest dreams. Is there any freaking chance that this could have been some sort of, Jesus Louise, freaking dare I say it, some sort of freaking inception, um, that freaking Dawson, some freaking inception uh, technology, the freaking Dawson, because here's the freaking thing. Uh, WXXI is a freaking cutting edge freaking radio station. Um, It is, it has all the freaking, it is, it has all the freaking best freaking technology. And would it be out of the freaking question to, to, to freaking assume that perhaps Dawson got his hands on some freaking inception freaking technology? I wouldn't put it past him. Neither would I. I definitely wouldn't put it past him. It's either that or a premonition. Of something to come. Maybe Boss Dawson turns into a bird, hatchlings me out of his rear freaking end, and then freaking diarrhea is in my mouth once I'm birthed. Crack out of that shell. To be seen, Wait. I guess. What, Doug? Uh, MC, is that the dream or that it's the reality that you turn into a bird? Well, if it was a premonition, it would be reality, wouldn't it, Doug Judd? Yeah. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. I'm as confused as you are with, with that premonition or inception. And it, I wouldn't put it past Dawson to get into my brain. He's done it before. Now, Doug Jordan, I hate to ask, but I have to. How was your week? How you doing? God bless you. How horny are you and how was your week? Uh, my week's been good. Sorry, I'm a little I'm distracted by thinking about the how the technology would work to cause you some sort of a inception. Um, week was good. Uh, I'm just getting ready for Memorial Day's coming up on the what May 30th. It's a Monday, so we'll have a party in my house, a garden party. 
Another one of your wife's garden parties, yeah. Yeah, I I got a I got a freaking I got a I got a freaking bone to pick with this. Um the the fact of the freaking matter is we've I mean we freaking have tried this freaking garden party thing, um, freaking twice now. And both freaking garden parties, um the first one was an absolute freaking disaster. And the freaking second one was only um, was only so much freaking better. Um, both on the freaking on the freaking duller side of uh, freaking Jordan uh, freaking household freaking party. Um, why are we freaking trying this again when we can just have a freaking? We just have a freaking Memorial Day freaking barbecue. Yeah, good point, Jordan. Well, it's a Memorial Day garden party. I'm absolutely hundred percent aware of that, and that's why I'm freaking bringing what I'm bringing up. Well, yeah, it's a, a garden party on Memorial Day. Well, I think what Sandy's trying to say is, why can't this just be a barbecue? Yeah. Doug Jordan, yeah. perfect Doug Jordan if barbecue. You, if you say, well, because it's a garden party, I will kill you. Well, yeah, it's a it's a garden party on Memorial Day. There will be barbecue there. I don't know why I have to say there's going to you, you don't You don't go to a restaurant and say I'm going to a freaking barbecue restaurant. So it is a barbecue. Yeah. Well, wait, why wait. didn't you just say that? Yeah, because the last few times you've done this garden party, your wife's garden party, there hasn't been any barbecue. It's all been little finger sandwiches and cocktail punch and fruit salad. And it, it's been awful, Doug Jordan. There's been no mud pit, except last time I think we somehow snuck a mud pit in the back behind the shed. But I don't like to have to hide the mud pit. It's kind of disrespectful to those entering into the mud pit yeah there, i don't think a mud pit is usually customary at any barbecue at every barbecue that exists yes yeah it does yeah it does yeah at any freaking at any freaking good barbecue anyway there's a freaking mud pit well we're just, it's a memorial day garden party that i will be serving barbecue at now last we spoke doug jordan you were having an issue with your flower beds which for yep. a garden party seem quite necessary. Now, how have you rectified the flower bed situation? And for weakers and tweakers that may not remember, someone trampled through, and we don't know who, because Doug Jordan never allowed me to open an active investigation into the matter, but someone trampled through those perennial flowers that he planted oh so long ago. Now, Sandy bequeathed those beautiful gardens with a plethora of fertilizer, some fecal matter that was made of human waste and some that of dog. And how much has been sort of up for debate at this point. So what have you done, Doug Jordan? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm hoping they're going to come back. So hopefully they'll sprout up. I saw a couple, a couple little things kind of poking at their head up. I'll tell you what I'm freaking doing about it, and please stop freaking interrupting me. Um, it's my time to talk. What do you mean? You're the one that's freaking interrupting well, because me. Because I because I'm the only one that's freaking doing anything about it. Uh, no, you ruined you ruined my flower bed by smearing your freaking feces into it. When I have, I took a vow freaking last week that I am going to freaking find the beast that freaking did this to your freaking flower bed. I'm going to freaking capture the freaking hog, the freaking wild boar that freaking desecrated and made love to your flower uh, flower bed, and I'm going to freaking capture it and. Oh, geez Louise. I guess we can capture it and freaking kill it. Well, geez, you know what you could do. If we can capture it, freaking kill it, um, do a little freaking pig roast and maybe turn this thing into a freaking barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. 
Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees. That wraps it up with nicely with a bow, Doug Jordan. Now, Sandy, God bless you. We love you. How you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Um, geez, Louise. Um, a lot of reading. Jesus. Um, where, where, where do I freaking begin? There's a lot of freaking questions. Um, first of all, um, freaking thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, freaking blessed to be here and uh, blessing unto you as well. Um, second of all, freaking horny is freaking diggins. Um, I am, how am I doing? I'm doing freaking very freaking well. Uh, and how am I freaking feeling? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm freaking similarly. I'm feeling, uh, feeling, um, I'm feeling, um, I'm, um what was the freaking last part of the question and how was your week oh um well not a lot to freaking report um mainly i'm trying to freaking hunt down this freaking wild boar that's running amok in freaking Doug Jordan's freaking neighborhood, um, and I haven't been getting much freaking thanks from that, which is um, bothersome, and I'm freaking surprising and quite freaking peculiar if I'm being honest with you, because um, here I am, and I'm living at the freaking place. Um, I'm freaking living at this freaking, in this freaking garage, um, so I'm taking, I take a little bit of freaking pride in this freaking garden party, and I wanted to go off without a freaking hitch. Meanwhile, freaking garden is destroyed, and freaking Doug Jordan is just freaking moving on, and I'm thinking, well, well, well geez, always. I mean, you're, we're about to freaking throw a freaking garden party, which I'm, um, um, I have been asked to freaking DJ by freaking Mrs. Jordan, might I add, um, which is an excellent freaking gig. I'm thrilled to have uh, this freaking opportunity. Um, but, I mean, my God, there's a freaking wild boar on the freaking loose. A freaking destroyed freaking garden, um, uh, and there is a freaking wild boar that could come back again and freaking attack um, many one of the freaking children that could be attending the freaking garden party. So it's... Um, I'm a, I'm a little bit freaking stressed, but I'm freaking hopeful. Yeah, it is a difficult time here for everyone. Yeah. Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees, Tadia Michael freaking Risher, also known as just Tadia freaking Risher. How you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. You've been gone for many moons. Yeah. How are you doing? And how was your week? Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you. And uh, as you said, I am Tadia, the freaking snowman, Richard. Uh, uh, thank you for the blessing. My week. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm very. Um, and uh, Sandy, thank you for freaking uh, trying to hunt down the boar. I appreciate that. I'm making our neighborhood safer. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for freaking. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. It feels good to be freaking thanked. Yeah. And God yeah. bless you. Well, uh, God bless you as well. But, I mean, thank you for the freaking blessing and blessing back unto you. Yeah, thank you back unto the blessing. And how was your week? Uh, my week was uh, super lame. I, uh, I've been, and I apologize for not being at the freaking show. I have been forced to go into the to the office with my father. Um, every work day he works at his own accounting firm. And I have been, he said, if you're not going to work and you're not going to go to school, then you have to come to, you have to come to work with me. And so that's what I've been doing, and it's it's caused some late nights and some 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 stressful friggin' times. Um, what do you do while you're there? Is is he is he have you doing the books or something or? No, I just um, you know sometimes I I doodle on a, a notebook. Um, sometimes I you know I was using I was you know browsing my phone, and then he took my phone away, um, and. So now I just kind of like sit there and like sometimes I'll like, I don't know, like I'll, I'll make like paper airplanes and I get yelled at for that. 
I don't know. All things bullshit. I don't really do anything. So that is sort of like take your child to work day every day. Yeah, yeah, every day. And you know, I'm also not a child, so it's really just take your take me to work and and don't let me do anything fun. I don't know. The whole thing freaking sucks. Um, I hate my life. I hate my dad. I'm thinking about running away. So what? Where would you go? How would you do it? Do you have a plan on how to escape or what? I don't understand. Well, I got a freaking backpack. I'll probably fill it up with a bunch of pop tarts and marshmallows and freaking maybe a couple pairs of socks and uh, really just kind of hit the road, hitchhike, um, see where see where you know I can get taken there. Um, probably camp out. You know, maybe I'll steal a freaking tent. Um, you know. Hey, Doug, if you got that basement ready to go, I'd be, I'd love to stay in the basement. Um, or I'll just friggin', you know, can't, you know, hang out under the bridge, which, you know, I see people living under there all the time. They'd look like they're doing okay. They look like they're having a great friggin' time. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just know that I can't stay at my friggin' dad's house anymore. I'm losing my mind and I can't go to that accounting firm again. Well, I don't blame you. It sounds like a freaking nightmare, and you deserve better. And I'm sure if Doug Jordan was with us now, because I think he is, he would yep. let you stay in his basement. Yeah. No. What do you I mean? I kind of got a full house already. Wait, well, it's, this isn't the house. It's the basement. It is the the basement is the part the bottom part of the house. That's yeah, and, and it's and it's pretty much a freaking. I mean, it's like basically like a like a freaking in law suite. So I don't really understand why why you couldn't. It's not done yet. Him. It's not done yet. I got work. I still got to do on it. Well, well, I mean, you know, I'd I'd be happy to do some work for you if you just let me freaking. No. The last time I let uh, any of you guys do any work on my house. I've never should ever let you guys do any work on my house is what I really should be saying. Well, then I'm happy to stay there for free. So you know, it's really up to you. <laughs> why you? I don't understand why you're running away from home if you're a full grown adult. Well, what are you talking about? Can't you just leave? Because I hadn't really even thought of that. But uh... well, I'm. I guess I'm freaking confused as to what the freaking difference is. If you're freaking leaving, you're. I mean, you're freaking running away, aren't you? I mean. Yeah. Back in really, bag, put, put a loaf of bread in your freaking backpack, maybe some freaking socks, some freaking pop tarts, maybe a marshmallow too, yeah. freaking lighter, something to freaking burn parts of the woods so you can freaking have a shelter, uh, freaking warm, you uh, freaking have a little shelter with some freaking warmth. Porno um, mag or two. Porno mag or two. Freaking, yeah, three or four, um, probably. Yeah, um, yeah, porno mag or two, three, four. Um, Just playing with yourself, yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. No, it's not, and it's really the, the the whole defiance of it, you know, and let my dad know that, you know, I'm rejecting him. I tell you what, if you end up freaking doing this and you end up deciding and you end up freaking fleeing to the woods, um, maybe you could choose the freaking ravine in the woods behind freaking Doug's house, and, um, geez Louise, maybe you can be, maybe help me freaking hunt down this freaking warthog. And Doug last week said he was going to set up some trail cams. Maybe you could do some live freaking shows on those trail cams like you used to do, you know, where you're playing with yourself. Yeah, that's a good idea. And you know what, Doug? I'll take you up on that offer. I'd, I'd be happy to move to your ravine. Then it's settled. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we get into that, we have one quick segment for you now. 
As you dance and you prance through fields of gold, an aroma comes to you and begins to take hold. First you smell salty, then you smell sweet, as your mouth waters in anticipation of something to eat. You arrive at a window on somebody's farm, and there sits a pie baked fresh and warm. But as you reach out, suddenly you smell something sour, for the farmer's wife has emerged from a shower. Oh, she is a big brute, the kind that keeps stinking, even after the soap has had time to sink in. And as you stand there frozen, you smell something bitter, and realize she forgot to flush the shitter. Now you turn to run, but your shirt is stuck. All you see is that big mouth as it gobbles you up. So before you go searching for free food to savor, please consult first with our week's guide to flavor. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, what we're going to do is discuss a little guide to flavor using a roundtable panel discussing... And we're going to illuminate the five flavor profiles. The first being salty, the second being sweet, the third being sour, the fourth being bitter, and the fifth being umjami. So, geez, Louise, down to my knees. Any questions at this point? Um, yeah, I guess I have a freaking question. Um, what the hell is freaking umjami? Umjami is well. We'll get to umjami. Umjami. I don't know how to say it. Does anybody else say it? Doug Jordan, resident Seth. I'm pretty sure it's umami. Well, there we go. Umjami. 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 Like umami, I did a bad thing. I'm in trouble now. God bless you. Yeah. He's always yeah. Freaking remind me of like one of freaking um Teddy Richards freaking shows over here. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a good one. I saw that one. Now, geez yeah. Louise, number one, salty. This includes things like cheeses, sea salt, kosher salt, and soy sauce. So can someone in the panel, maybe a freaking Sandy the Sandman Fuggis, describe a, some examples of salty flavors in food? Um, yeah, I'd freaking love to. Um, I, I guess freaking, first thing that freaking comes to my mouth would be, um, freaking, uh, freaking nacho, nacho chip. Um, um, freaking nacho chip is a freaking, um, a tortilla, uh, tortilla crunch, um, but in, with, um, crunchy salt, um, with, well, it's a freaking, what is it? A freaking crunchy tortilla with freaking salt on it. Um, it's oftentimes used as a freaking vehicle for a freaking salsa, uh, which also has a little bit of a uh, saltiness in it. Um, and, um, and that's the first freaking thing that, come, uh, that comes to freaking my mind. Yeah, that's a good one. That reminds me of salt, too. I think sometimes pretzels, too. Sure, or maybe even a freaking saltine, freaking cracker. Um, um, you, and you can freaking crunch those up into a freaking um, clam freaking chowder, and um, you got yourself a freaking salty freaking delay. Yeah, well, God bless you. Number two would be sweet. The, some examples include sugar, maple syrup, sweet potatoes, and beets. Now, Tadia freaking Richard, can you give me an example of sweet flavors in food? Oh, you know, I think immediately of a freaking cake, freaking delicious freaking cake, um, covered in freaking frosting, buttermilk frosting, Doug, um, sprinkled with a little sprinkles, if you will, freaking sugar, and uh, absolutely freaking moist and delicious. And what comes out of the cake? What do you want to come out of the cake? Jeez Louise. Usually a big freaking hilarious stripper comes out of the cake. Yeah. Little, little freaking sexy 
It pops out of the freaking cake. Yeah, I've popped out of a few freaking cakes too. Sat in a couple of them, but we don't have to get into the details of it. Um, I, I have a freaking question, by the way. Um, so in this freaking segment, basically you're saying, okay, so you what? What basically what happened here was you said, all right, number two on the uh, freaking five flavor profile list is sweet. Examples of this are sugar, maple syrup, sweet potatoes, and beets. And then you said, what's another? What's another example? I just want to make sure everybody's on the same page and. Before we go to the flavor profile challenge at the end, which is coming up, uh, okay. it just gives everybody's mind kind of lubricated thinking. It keeps the round table panel discussing. Now, hmm. let's see. Number four is just bitter. doesn't seem much like a freaking discussion. Sour, I'm going to say. The number three was sour. Number three it. is sour. Thank you, Doug. Doug Jordan. Give us some examples of sour flavors. We'll just skip me giving examples. Doug, you go ahead. Well, I'll just read the examples you've already written then. So, uh, well, then what's the point of the segment? I'm, I'm yeah, not I really guess sure. I'm a little confused about what this. This doesn't feel like a freaking discussion. We're not freaking discussing anything. We're kind of just discussing flavors. And Doug Jordan, please. Okay, so the, on the list, there's uh, citrus, vinegars, yogurt, and pickled veggies. But you, you would use vinegar to do that. And that, what is that flavor again? Sour. There you go. Number four is bitter. Sandy the Sandman Fargus, back to you. Go ahead with some bitter flavors examples. All right. Um, I do. I'm just going to freaking read the freaking examples that you have written down here. Um, so for bitter, we, it would be uh, coffee, grapefruit, uh, beer, bitter greens like kale and fragigio. Jeez Louise, wasn't that freaking heck? Rajigio, Rajigio, Radicio, Rajigio. Am I freaking saying this correct? I don't know. Pinocchio. God, please don't interrupt me. Uh, coffee, grapefruit, beer, bitter greens like kale and Rajigio, 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 Radicio. Is this supposed to say freaking radish? Um, Radicio, Radicio, Rad. Radicio, It keeps sounding like there's a freaking gene in it. But, well, um, if you can't say it, just describe what it tastes like. Um, geez Louise, um, hard, that is freaking hard as a freaking Diggins, as I'm not familiar with freaking Rajiji Joe, um, in the freaking slightest. Um, but I can tell you that, um, as far as freaking flavor profiles is concerned, it would likely fall under the freaking bitter category. Yeah. It is on the list there, so. Yeah. No, I don't know why you're interrupting me. I'm trying to help you. And the you last one. You don't even know one, how to say Radicchio. And the last one, number five. Was that what it is? Yeah, wait, what the hell did you just say? Radicchio? No, Radicchio. The freaking monkey from the, the bad guy from the lion, the yeah. jungle, long jungle book yeah. lion. Yeah. The one that holds Simba yeah. up, tries to eat him. Yeah, that's what I said. Puts a little sauce on his face. Well, number five is Umjami, and it's also known as savoriness. This includes bacon, cured meat, soy sauce, fish, seaweed, stuff like that. Things you can't really freaking talk about and don't really know about. Now... Jeez Louise down on my knees. Does anybody have any examples of umami flavors? I think mushrooms are technically an umami flavor. All right, Doug Jordan, why don't we just go ahead, skip right to the flavor profile challenge. Okay, I will give you an example of food, and you have to place it in its flavor profile category. Now, we are going to pose this challenge to our resident chef, freaking Doug the Slug, freaking Jordan over here. Now... Judging you on this challenge will be Sandy Fargus and Tadia Freakin' Rishers. They will be critiquing you, and they will probably be criticizing you pretty harshly. So do very well in this Great. category. Obviously, I am the host with the most. So 
without further freaking ado, number one, and this is sort of a rapid fire thing, Doug Jordan, roasted butternut squash. Uh, well, you definitely got the sweet there. And, you know, depending on what you dress it with, I would say salty. Um, I'm going to go ahead and freaking stop you right there. Um, I mean, when you say the roasted butternut squash, um, and Dana, I, I believe you're probably going to freaking agree with me. That makes me immediately think of Umjami. Um, yeah. With the freaking subtleness and the succulence um, and, and the savoriness and sort of that indescribable freaking quality. Yeah, I mean, right there in the name, Doug, is butternut squash, and butter is an Umjami flavor, so... Yeah, think you're freaking yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm afraid you you don't receive a freaking point. Yeah, that's gonna be zero points for me as well. Well, there you go. Number two, blood pudding, Doug Jordan. Uh, blood pudding. Well, that would definitely be an umami flavor because it's you know bunch of yeah, sorry blood. yeah no yeah you've no, you, you screwed that one up it's actually yeah you guys um, are just gonna do this the whole freaking time. well hold on hold on and you don't freaking interrupt me um that one actually falls under the category of freaking sweet um because i think you maybe you freaking missed it uh pudding uh you missed the part of my word the what is that word is actually freaking pudding yeah and I, I i get what you're freaking thinking doug here because blood sounds like it would be an unjami flavor however uh blood the blood in blood pudding is actually referring to to freaking blood orange, which goes under really the the sweet or sometimes the freaking sour. So and even uh, freaking bitter because the freaking blood orange mm-hmm. is sort of a bitter. So in a lot of ways, it's sort of everything except but, for Mujami. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a trick question. Sorry, Doug. That one's hard. Number two, number three, jelly roll. Sweet. Judges. I'm, I'm okay. We can give it to you. I was really yeah. for um, a little bit of sour, the sour with the freaking jelly, because in my mind I was imagining sort of a citrus, a citrus jelly um, at the freaking center of this uh, jelly roll. Oh, so, like a marmalade. We can yeah. give you, yeah, very much so. Like a freaking see, I guess it was freaking, yeah. I guess it was that freaking easy. So I'm gonna go ahead and freaking go ahead and take that freaking point I just awarded um, right freaking back because um, it was the answer was freaking sour. Yeah, or, also, okay, you know what? No, no. I guess you know, I also would have freaking. I guess I would have also accepted um, Jami. All right, whatever. Ask me the next question. All right, all right. Let's do this kind of rapid fire. Boston cream pie. Sweet. Umjami. Sorry. Uh, big sausage pizza. Salty. I kind of like my pizza sauce sweet, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> Number five, six is Mama's Cherry Pie. Sweet. Sour. So that's, yeah, sour. Number seven, Fudge Pack Brownie. Sweet. Sorry, that one's either, that one's Umjami and a little bit of bitter because this is freaking bitter, freaking fudge. Number eight, Italian meatballs. Uh... Salty. Ninja Ninja yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number nine, mushroom tip. Umami. Yeah, and you're freaking very close. It's actually freaking sour because this is a freaking uh, sour, creamy freaking tip. Um, um, the mushroom tip has a sour cream freaking center, so that. Um, Warty pickle. Sour. Yeah. So I guess we can give it. Yeah, all right. Um, congratulations, you won a point. Hot dog. Hot dog? Is that hot? Uh, yeah, hot dog. Umami. Salty. Jumanji. Salty. Jum- salty. And last is shrimp dick. Uh, shrimp dip. Jeez. Uh, shrimp would be, I don't know, umami. 
That's what I was going to freaking say, yeah. Yeah, me too. There you go, Doug Jordan. You finally got one. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show for you. Full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to join in, call the conversation. Call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Chris Evans debuted an all-new look after shaving off his trademark beard, according to E! News. The Captain America actor took to Instagram to show off his freshly shaven face for fans and followers. Quote, before and after Evans captioned the post, in the side-by-side photos, Evans is donning a NASA ball cap and sporting his classic hairy face, while the after photo shows the hunk stud actor's smooth baby bottom cheeks on full display. Last month, Evans shared a snap on social media featuring a fully woolly mustache. According to reports, the sweet stinky stash was grown for a part in the forthcoming film The Gray Man starring Evans as a character who has a mustache. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, Sandy the Sandman Fuckers, break this thing down for me. Uh, yeah, I'd be freaking happy. Um, I'd be freaking happy to. Um, basically what we have here is a, is a freaking story about a man who um, as, a, as it would be, freaking started off with a freaking beard, freaking shaved the freaking thing, now and now the freaking beard is freaking gone. Um, in a lot of ways, um, in a lot of ways, this is just this is freaking classic freaking Chris Evans. Um, because as soon as you start to feel freaking comfortable with this guy, he says, "No, I'm gonna freaking switch it up." Um, in a lot of ways, that's what we freaking love about him, and in a lot of ways, is what we freaking hate about him. Um, but but that's but that's freaking Evans for you. You love him, you freaking hate him. Uh, he is a freaking movie star, and he is a freaking class act, and he keeps the people freaking guessing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and I'm gonna freaking miss him a lot because I was a huge freaking fan of freaking Chris Evans, um, and I'm and, and it, I, I'm absolutely freaking heartbroken to hear the freaking news that he freaking off himself. He freaking died a rope around his neck, and um, I believe it's that he freaking chopped his own, he chopped his freaking head off actually. Yeah. Yeah. That no, none of that said that. It said he shaved his face, and he got a sweet stinky stash was grown for a part in the Gray Man starring. Well, that's no way to freaking talk about a dead man, Doug. Jesus Louise. Yeah, he's only—he's not dead. It said the gray man, Doug Jordan. He yeah, said he's a movie. He, he's become a gray man because he's freaking no, the life has been sucked from his from his from his body, Doug. He's, he's the life has been freaking sucked from the from his heart and soul as well as his the cream has been freaking sucked from his loins. From the decapitation. Last week, the leader of a feces-eating cult was arrested after eleven dead bodies were discovered during a raid, according to the Thai Enquirer. Thai police discovered the remains of 11 people while executing a raid on the compound of a suspect cult leader in Chayo Phum province. According to authorities, the raid was the result of the violation of COVID-19 restrictions and land encroachment laws. Thai Nanra, the 75-year-old cult leader, was arrested despite providing death certificates for five of the 11 bodies. Authorities are holding Nanra for questioning while autopsies into the cause of death are being conducted. Local law enforcement became aware of the cult after reports circulated that followers were being asked to drink Nanra's urine, eat his feces, and consume dirt in order to heal physical illness. Now, this is absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah. Now, Sandy Farkas, Tady Richard, Doug Jordan, how did Thai Nanra do it? I mean, and why did he do it? And what did he seek to gain? 
Because I know that it's hilarious, but there must be motivation beyond comedy. Mostly, I freaking disagree with you. Um, I don't think that the motivation needs to go anywhere beyond freaking comedy. Um, this is an absolutely freaking hilarious freaking prank. Um, um, just a little bit of freaking mischief with Zawi Nanra um, drinking people into eating a little bit of freaking feces, um, a little bit of urine, and consuming freaking dirt, um, which is um, absolutely freaking hilarious. And it reminds me of um, of a freaking classic prank that I freaking pull off in times when I visit people's freaking homes. Um, while I've had a little bit to freaking drink, um, I will find their freaking remote control and I will put it between my freaking butt cheeks and I will return to uh, where I found it. Um, and sometimes I will never freaking say a word about this. Sometimes I will wait a freaking week and tell them um, it is a freaking hilarious prank, and 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 I believe that this is what freaking thought we freaking Nanra was going for. Yeah, that's the funniest thing that could ever possibly happen. I don't think there's a funnier prank out there. Now, I agree with you, obviously, of course, but something happened in this great hilarious story to turn this comedy into a tragedy. And I want some illumination on that. Doug Jordan, can you please? Well, they found 11 dead bodies. It's pretty messed up that the guy was forcing people to drink his pee-pee and eat his poo-poo. That's a good point. And how many, if he had 11 dead followers, how many living followers did he have? And how much of this excrement and urine was he producing on a consistent basis? Yeah, and how many of them are freaking drinking his freaking pee and eating his poop right now listening to this freaking show? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. Kind of makes wondering, you think. Wondering what the point is, and they're going, oh, my goodness, is this a freaking, why have I been told to freaking do this? And then they got, you know, I'm freaking Donna on him right now, and geez louise, this is probably a freaking prank. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah. Last week, Shrek actor Mike Myers made headlines for the first time in over two decades, according to News Musical Express. During an interview with Sirius XM's Jess Cagle, Myers hinted at a forthcoming Austin Powers film. Quote, I can neither confirm nor deny the existence or non-existence of such a project, should it exist or not exist, Myers said. The first Austin Powers film debuted in 1997, followed by The Spy Who Shagged Me in 99, and In Gold member in 2002. No word as of yet to the plot of the forthcoming franchise, feature or if the original cast would be returning so geez louise down on my knees one of the greatest film franchisees of our time returns at least we can hope now the one question that this story begs is will fat bastard be back because i know mini me is dead the little I mean, I'm, I, yeah, Doug, this is obviously, Doug is, I don't even, I don't know why you're not freaking speaking up. I was he about a to. Freaking, such a fan of the freaking Austin Powers film. Uh, we watched uh, as a freaking family, The Spy You Shagged Me, about six months ago. Um, Doug, freaking take it away. And in fact, maybe you should take it to the freaking sports desk. Don't, don't take it to the sports desk. Just no, no, talk no. about the freaking movie. Okay. Well, I'm just, I don't know how they're going to do. So in the end of the last one, uh, you see Scott, who's Dr. Evil's son, who kind of turns into Dr. Evil at the end, petting a cat, and he's bald now. Because at the end of it, Dr. Evil and freaking Austin Powers pretty much made up. And it turned out they were brothers all along. Uh, and then I think Fat Bastard comes out 
because the end of the movie, they're at the showing of the movie, and Fat Bastard lost all the weight, and he said he went on the Subway diet, which that joke does not age well because of friggin' Jared Fogle. Bad little man. So what do you expect from the new Shrek actor Mike Myers in Awesome Powers by Who Shagged Me 3? I mean, 4. Well, I think, you know, this is just coming out of, you know, left field for me. Uh, I'm just pulling this out of nowhere. But I think that Dr. Evil and freaking Austin Powers are going to have to team up to stop freaking Scott as the new Dr. Evil. And this is just a, a fan theory. I see. So do you think that actors that will be, do you think the actor that played, I mean, obviously Mike Myers is on, but the guy who played freaking Fat Bastard, is he going to be back? Is he going to gain the weight back? Is the guy who played freaking Dr. Evil going to be back? Is the guy who played freaking Goldmember going to be back? What about the mid? Where are they going to get a member like that? What? I think Goldmember was electrocuted, right? Didn't he stick his his, uh, Dangly Johnson into a hole and he gets electrocuted and, and dies? Doug, I think you're the only one here who's seen that movie. No, you guys have seen it, right? I saw the I saw the part where the um, where the freaking um, is hol- uh, holding onto a freaking fan and the fan is whipping around over and over and over and over again and he's freaking sc- screaming screaming freaking bloody freaking murder. Yeah. Oh, absolutely freaking hilarious! I should I, see this movie. Yeah, and I never freaking forgot about that because it almost freaking happened to my freaking father once as well. The freaking the, the freaking uh, the fan started freaking malfunctioning and it was going at a freaking alarming speed and I couldn't get it to freaking stop and I thought he was gonna fling off and because there was a freaking the freaking patio door was open I thought he was gonna freaking fly right off the freaking balcony. So it it was in self oscillation mode. With oscillation? Uh, yeah. I don't know it how to was, say it. It was. It must have been a freaking fuse was uh, freaking too powerful, or the thing was going. Maybe must have been going freaking um, ten miles a freaking hour. And when I finally hit it to freaking stop, um, uh, when I finally got it to freaking stop, I realized I just had to shut the patio freaking door. And he freaking went flying off the freaking. And he went flying off the freaking fan, and he smacked right in, his head right into the freaking glass door. Now, was he hurt or? I feel like when you're that light, when you weigh comparable to that of a feather, it cannot hurt you very much when you get flung around. He he freaking popped right back up. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Last week, a Japanese man who married a hologram in 2018 said that the couple has been struggling to communicate in the following years, according to Fox News. Akihiko Kondo, who describes himself as a, quote, victosexual, married hologram Hatsu Miku in a wedding that cost over 17 grand. The 38-year-old middle school teacher now says that the couple are struggling to keep an open dialogue. Kondo first interacted with the hologram using a $1,300 device known as a gatebox that projects its fictional characters into a cylinder so users can communicate via artificial intelligence. Since the wedding, gatebox technology has become unavailable to the public and put a strain on the couple's relationship. Quote, my love for Miku hasn't changed. I held the wedding ceremony because I thought I could be with her forever. Kondo told reporters while holding a life-size doll of Miku. Hatsune Miko is a Vocaloid software voice bank developed by Krypton Future Media. So, all this sort of new information swirling around my head, I think, are they, is this, are we seeing this 
the sort of after effects of COVID-19 pandemic taking its toll on couples around the world. And, and, and how are we going to rectify this? I kind of just feel bad for this guy. But what about the wife? Feel bad for her too. I mean, every, every relationship has its problems, you know? I mean, she freaking cheated on him. It's possible. It said she cheated. How would she have cheated on him? I freaking heck if I freaking know. Um, I'm freaking heck if I freaking know. But it says it right there in the freaking story that he freaking she freaking cheated on him. Yeah. I mean, and and this is all. I mean, you remember you remember when uh, the freaking beginning of the freaking COVID uh, freaking pandemic when uh, when you, you would see all the freaking pictures of the freaking deers running through the freaking city streets and everyone said, my goodness, freaking nature is freaking healing. And everyone thought it was such a freaking great thing. Oh my goodness, the freaking world is freaking healing. Nature is freaking returning. Uh, and geez, Louise, in in many ways, um, I believe that we didn't realize in that moment how little we wanted freaking nature to freaking heal. Um, now, next thing you know, our freaking robot girlfriends are freaking are freaking cheating on us and freaking and and freaking chastising us for our freaking um, our freaking our own well, Jesus, our freaking minuscule freaking. Um, which I believe this guy freaking. Um, I believe I I'm, just can't help but thinking that there was a disconnect during this time of woe and want. I mean. People were out in the stores, Doug Jordan. I don't know if you remember, but people were fighting over toilet paper, paper towels, freaking, geez Louise down on my knees, sanitary napkins for menstrual issues and condoms for making water balloons because people had nothing else to do, Doug Jordan. And people were buying freaking temperatures. You walk, you go into a grocery store, you got to take your rectal temperature with a freaking thermometer up your rear freaking end. Do I've you never had to do that at any grocery store. Take a rectal be, temperature. People were freaking. People were freaking. People, mobs were forming in the center of freaking grocery stores, where people were freaking dropping their freaking trousers and freaking wiping their bottoms right there in the middle of the freaking store, Doug. Yeah. Just to freaking prove a point. I mean, and where did this freaking end? I mean, people. I mean, we're not even freaking protesting anymore, for God's freaking sake. Yeah, this there, it was about something for a moment. It was in, and we were in a freaking part of it. We were right in the freaking thick of it, and, and we didn't even freaking know until it was freaking done. It's gone on too long, though, Jordan, and it followed us like that last square of toilet paper from the freaking grocery store all the way back home. And now it's taking tolls on great couples, the great famous couples like Kondo and Miku. And do you think when they kind of got to know each other, he was playing with himself? Undoubtedly, yeah, absolutely. probably all the time, yeah. They had to consummate the marriage. Am I wrong, Doug Jordan? Are you actually asking me, or are you just going to start talking as soon as I Last start talking? Last week, fried chicken giant KFC unveiled its all-new mac and cheese Kentaco, according to Brand Eating. The new mac and cheese Kentaco featured a fried chicken taco shell filled with mac and cheese. The shell is an all-chicken filet marinated and hand-breaded with KFC's signature hot and spicy recipe. It is filled with a dollop of mayonnaise, a comforting scoop of mac and cheese, and a sprinkled with shredded mozzarella and cheddar. 
The mac and cheese cantaco is available for a limited time and is joined on the menu by the new golden cheddar wedges. According to KFC, the golden potato wedges are coated with an addictive cheddar seasoning and topped with cheese crumbs. Both items are available exclusively at KFC Singapore locations. So, Doug Jordan, yeah. take it to the sports desk. You feel okay? Yeah. This is Doug Jordan's The Sports Desk, starring me, Doug Jordan, and also featuring Sandy Farkas, Taylor Lofton, and Tadia Michael Richer. It's an excellent freaking intro. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like you kind of said it all in the copy. The KFC unveiled a new mac and cheese Kentaco. It's like Kentucky, but it's Kentaco. And it's a it's a piece of fried chicken folded up into a taco shell, and they put mac and cheese in the middle of it. Would I try it? Absolutely. Even, but it's only available in Sing- in the Singapore locations. Where do you think they got the idea to put the dollop of mayonnaise? I mean, every sandwich needs uh, mayonnaise, in my opinion. So that's probably what they did. What the hell are you freaking talking about? It is a taco. It's kind of a sandwich. A piece of fried chicken, macaroni. If you have a chicken sandwich, there's always mayonnaise. Wait, what, what part of this freaking seems like a sandwich to you? First of all, it's supposed to be a freaking taco. Second of all, the bread is chicken. Third of all, the meat of the freaking sandwich, as you freaking put it, is freaking mac and cheese. Where, where exactly is this a freaking sandwich? You just said the bread is chicken. Doug, picture a taco, a normal taco. Is that a sandwich? Or is it a hot dog? It's kind, it can kind of almost be a ravioli. Maybe a calzone. Or a hot dog. But go ahead, excuse me. Go ahead. Oh, what are you going to say? Um, cal, what is the other version of a calzone? Um, stromboli. Yeah, a little bit like a freaking stromboli. Oh, stromboli is a bad guy in Pinocchio. You ever seen that? He's a big fat guy. He makes the children do horrible things, Doug Jordan. Now, if it weren't for Stromboli, Pinocchio would have never turned into a donkey and learned the greatest lesson of his life. And he wouldn't, because he couldn't fully turn into a donkey the way that the other boys did, because they were real boys. And he was made of hard wood. Because his terrible father had made him out of wood and cast an awful spell on him. But he escaped that great island. Where the boys were donkeys and forced to do horrible things. In the belly of a whale, Doug Jordan. Much like the Bible. Much like Jonah. And the greatest lesson of all is that your terrible fears will find you no matter where you are. Even in the belly of that whale, Doug Jordan, he could not escape his horrible father, Geppetto. Yeah, if Geppetto never gave him a little kiss, he would never turn into a real boy. I think what Taylor's asking you to do is relate Pinocchio to the freaking Kentaco and tell wait, us yeah, geez, wait, is this still on a freaking sports desk? Yeah, it's all kind of under the umbrella of it. Because I wanted to say I freaking grew up with a kid who looked kind of like a donkey. What was his name? Mort. Mort? Yeah. Oh, my God. He sounds hilarious. I'd love to meet the man. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. 
He's um yeah, he's freaking no, dead. Don't yeah. tell me. Yeah, he freaking shot himself in don't the brain. Don't tell me. I was just starting to really love the man. Legend has it he freaking yeah he freaking he had a six shooter and legend has it he put all it took all freaking six of those rounds to freaking put him down yeah it's absolutely hilarious yeah he was a he was a he was a mischievous little donkey boy too he um it it was sort of um in the community when we all got word that him what he had freaking done um because he was he was he was also much freaking older than us he was about freaking sixteen and he was hanging out with all of us um freaking six seven year olds and um and he was a he was a bad freaking boy and yeah and sort of a community wide thing we said well let's just let's just forget that ever happened yeah yeah probably for the best. Yeah. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking next week. I forgot to mention Stu Gotts left a message on the hotline. Jeez Louise, it's been quite it's been quite a freaking long time since I've freaking heard from and 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 last last I freaking recall we we we, we weren't on freaking very good freaking terms because um well Doug had well I I'm thrilled to freaking hear from him yeah I like him. Hey, ladies, it's a stone freaking guts here. Yeah, 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 short time, long time, that's the ticket. Listen, listen, I was gabbing with freaking Chuck Joan two days past, and she was telling me about two freaking goulash recipes I thought you might be jonesing for. So anyways, I got a little food history for you. Well, it starts, like, I just got 20 wings from Jeremiah's around the corner in Penfield. You know, I bought salads, and I wanted some protein and wings. They're charging $33 for 20 wings. Amazing, amazing. Like Italian tripe, as my grandma told me, who made the best tripe in marinara in the world? They were always thrown in the garbage until the Italian immigrants showed up and said, Give it to us! Give it to us! Then they put the tripe in the cases with the porterhouse steaks, the ribeye, the dirty chicken, the dirty pork. Ah. And then they started charging money for cow's stomach lining. Chicken wings, it was like the same thing. It's like garbage food. It's far more un- more unclean than the cow. Cooks back in the day used wings for broth and tossed them. I know, because I was the prep guys at Don's down in Livingston, New Jersey, before everything took off of me, you know? Then the anchor bar, of course, made the real wing a real freaking business. I mean, no offense to chicken and pig, but hello? We know what they eat versus cow. My father never liked either of them, including an Italian sauce and pie. He only liked the meatballs, but he loved steak and seafood, and you know, me, I'm just like a chip off the old block. Give me the lobster, give me the clams, give me the oysters. Now, let me tell you one thing I will not eat. American mac and cheese, unless it's fettuccine alfredo or cacio e pepe. Ha! Only the Italian versions. A version to mac and cheese happened when I was in what they now call pre-K. It was on Fernwood Avenue. And they also called it Friendship Nursery for kids three to five years old. I mean, everything was great there, mind you. I wouldn't go near that mac and cheese. But I was eating grandma's tripe at age five. So I just thought you might want to know that. And it's, uh, like I said, you know, short time, long time. This is the last time. <laughs> okay. Adios, you freaking idiots.
This has been a production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester.